0: This episode of How to Save the World is sponsored by All Heart NZ, a registered charity dedicated to reducing, reusing, and redirecting corporate waste to help both the planet and Kiwi communities in need. Learn more about the amazing work they do at allheartnz.org.nz. Hello and
1: welcome back. Hopefully, you've listened to other episodes. If you haven't, welcome to the first episode you've ever heard of Your How first to Save the World.
0: episode ever, Your, if you have never listened before.
1: You. We are talking to you, new listener. This is How to Save the World, a podcast about how effed up the environment is, but importantly, what you, specifically, we're talking to the same person, you, listening, you. can do to affect some change in a positive direction on this. My Not name, just
0: any old change. Good stuff. But really deep, awesome you can really win at this change.
1: How fun would it be to do a podcast series going, hey, the environment's screwed, and here's how you can contribute. <laughs> get, get a barrel of oil and pour it down your drain.
0: Find a dolphin and slit its throat.
1: Yeah, that's pretty metal. <laughs> uh, I am Tim Bat. I'm a comedian, so usually I'm the one joking about killing dolphins.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My name's Waveney, and I'm going to try and bring dolphin in again later in the show.
1: Hopefully Just, more positively, though.
0: Yeah, let's, I'll see if I can do it. I'll set myself a challenge.
1: Nice. I love dolphins. That's why I don't eat tuna anymore.
0: I love dolphins too.
1: We all love dolphins. Um, today's episode is about greenwashing, which is a concept I don't know very much about, which is sort of the whole point of this podcast. So I don't know much about anything. <laughs> Luckily, we have Waveney.
0: So greenwashing.
1: What is it?
0: Well, I ran this past my mother 10 mm-hmm. minutes ago. She said, oh, what's your episode going to be on? I said, greenwashing. And I said, mom, do you actually know what that is? And, or have you, I actually asked her, have you heard of that term before? And she said no. Ah, does that surprise you? Like, a little,
1: but then again, I, I don't know how old your mum is or what she does with her time.
0: <laughs> not so much a comment on my mother, but um, like, to me, it's a term I've heard a lot. And I'm just not sure, is that me? You don't or? know if it's the bubble you're in? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. I've,
1: I've heard of it, but I'm a little bit finely tuned now. Yeah. I think there'd be heaps of people who have never heard of it.
0: It's like... The, literally, the idea of taking a, a thing that isn't green, uh, and then rather than it actually being green, you're painting it green, so it looks green on the outside. So it could fool you because someone's just put this green paint, and green you, wash over the top of it.
1: Green? You mean like environment? Environment? So yeah,
0: yeah, environment. It's a, it's a. What's that word? Metaphor. Metaphor for environmentally friendly.
1: So it's when uh, we've got usually companies or some like NGOs maybe who are presenting and marketing to be way more environmentally friendly than they actually
0: are. Usually it's a term that's associated with for-profits. Gotcha. um, Because that's that's their motivation. Um, And a really good way of, of thinking about it is a company that spends more time and money on green advertising and marketing then they actually do on environmentally sound practice.
1: That is a great litmus yeah, test. Yeah,
0: yeah, because it's not—it's not like you. We they, w- things can't look green or be advertised as green, but it's like, what? What does this co- company actually really care about? Gotcha. Yeah. So, one of my favorite examples would be barns, like the um, like you know a barn where you might raise your chickens or whatever. Sure. They are just all over everything. you've noticed like on chips or or so chicken or whatever there's pictures of little barns and grass barn, barn and, fresh, and barn, little, yeah yeah, yeah, so it's like that's a great example of like you just throw a barn in there. And we'd, it's almost subliminal because we're all so busy and you just run in and grab oh, there's a barn and you grab it. <laughs> you just think, oh, maybe it's better for me than this one that doesn't have a picture of a barn on it. But um, yeah, so you know, you're not really, like say if it's chicken, you're not really getting the sense that that chicken's actually from a really cramped factory where it can't actually move freely or scratch or it needs antibiotics to keep healthy because you've just seen this level. Nice and it might, it might even say 100% natural or, yeah. yeah.
1: What isn't 100% natural though, you know?
0: Yeah. Well, so you, you can use that for anything.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it, well, if it exists, isn't it 100% natural, I guess? Unless it's like been some oh, It's new just element. such
0: a vague, fluffy term. And we don't have any legislation on any of it. Like you can, you can say something's 100% pure or, or, or clean or, oh, actually, I, the other day I was in the supermarket, uh, in the supermarket car park and, uh, this I saw this van pull up next to me, and it was said um, said Eco Lawn on it on the side of it. That was the name of the business, and I was like instantly interested.
1: Did you sniff some <laughs> greenwashing going on? Well,
0: my my very first because I grew up with um, parents that would never lie to me, never believed in Santa or anything like that, and so my my instant reaction is always belief, <laughs> naive belief, and so I had this these few moments of running through my head, what? what is an eco-lawn? Wow, I can't believe someone's making money out of it. They must be planting like dandelions and clover and <laughs> well they are supporting microorganisms. And like, wow, I can't believe someone's actually making, who would want to plant their lawn out and all of these things, this is so exciting. And then I realized it was actually, it's actually just a plain old AstroTurf <laughs> company. And they've called themselves eco-lawn. So it's
1: not even lawn.
0: It's not even lawn. They should call
1: themselves uh, plastic flooring.
0: It's literally covering an environment, a surface that could have supported oh, life man. <laughs> with uh, plastic. Okay, well that's just, a good extreme yeah, it's example. It's a really extreme example, yeah. So
1: yeah. Why, why is greenwashing a big deal? Should we be worried about this? Is this something we should be concerned about at all?
0: Oh, well, Tim, <laughs> I think I do think it's a big deal because um partly because it's so widespread. Um and then it's because it's so widespread it ends up reducing well, like, you know, if you think about it from your perspective, you're sort of getting into this and you you're, you're probably the person at the supermarket I kind am of
1: susceptible
0: just trying to do the right thing. Yeah. whatever. Uh and if you smell the rat and if you go hang on a minute all this stuff you know everything just looks green and how do i know yeah. and, and then you're going i actually literally don't know that really diminishes your confidence like as a consumer to even try and make yeah the right, right choices so
1: so if everyone's kind of flooding the market with with marketing themselves yeah as being eco-friendly, yeah, and there's a, like one company out of the eight toothpaste. Exactly, who are yeah. actually—they yeah. just get lost in a sea yeah, of yeah, BS. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: so the good guys are getting lost, and then it—it it, not only does it sort of reduce your confidence, it actually genuinely reduces your difference, uh, your ability to make a difference as well. Mm. Like, um, because that's what this show's all about. Like the power that we have, the genuine power we have as consumers, mm. and if we can't see the the forest for the trees with all of the, um, the crazy Eco messaging that's yeah. taken over the yeah. the yeah. floor of the forest. <laughs> that's right. We um we I think we just give up, and I think that's actually where a lot of consumers actually are. And the other thing, of course, is that it's supporting oddly enough. Like if you're now buying a product just because it says 100 percent natural on it or whatever. Um or um maybe even just that it's green, it's colored green or mm-hmm. something. um You're actually, you could actually be supporting a company to continue to harm the environment. So, yeah. And I think it's, I don't think we realize the extent of it. Really? I don't think so. Like, unfortunately, just the way we make stuff now is pretty bad. Yeah. Like, unless it's, uh unless someone has tried really hard right from the beginning to work out how they can do something sustainably, they're probably using, well, depending on what they're making or what they're doing, plastic packaging, bleach, hormones, pesticides, herbicides,
1: yeah. Would I be right in saying that it's very easy to pull off greenwashing at the moment? Because it feels like a lot of people were sort of in the situation I met where they want to make some sort of positive change in Mm. their buying habits, Mm. but don't know very much, Mm. are kind of new to the game, Mm. well-intentioned, but Mm. ill-informed. And so, like, I feel us mm. group of consumers would be the most susceptible to this sort of stuff so people could be pulling it off quite easily i perhaps. think
0: i think that's exactly what's happening it is it's super easy at the moment it's actually just a sort of perfect storm where you've got this uh, apparently it's now nine out of ten new zealanders that say that they're moderately or highly committed to living sustainable lifestyles wow huge eh it sounds like Say sounds it. a little high. <laughs> it's. Uh, that's, I want to get the swear
1: words out of this <laughs> podcast, but know that I was thinking it, it sounds like bullpucky.
0: That's. You um, say, saw you pursing your lips. I could tell it was coming. <laughs> it's coming. That is what people are self-reporting. Yeah. Which is bullpucky. Yeah. We all we all like the idea of it, but the, but that's exactly where the greenwashing comes in. Is that we we're saying that we're we're committed and that we we basically want to be committed I think yeah. that's what we're saying yeah yeah. but actually then this is the flip side 7 out of 10 of us are unable to name I'm going to try this on you okay cool unable to name a brand which is a leader in sustainability
1: I can only name this mainly through you but EcoStore. <laughs> okay, cool.
0: <laughs> That's actually the number one one that people mention. Like out of these nine out of ten New Zealanders that say they're moderately or highly committed to living sustainable lifestyles, what percentage of people do you think were able to name EcoStore as a leader in sustainable?
1: I don't know two.
0: It was actually five five percent. So five percent five
1: percent or five people five
0: five percent.
1: Oh wow! Yeah. Okay, one half of one of the ten people. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, and then, interestingly, uh, the next most mentioned uh, company, when people were asked, was Fonterra. People, huh. 3% of people named Fonterra as a leader in sustainability.
1: Now, knowing what you know, Waverney, would you agree with New Zealand's assessment that I, Fonterra are a leading organisation in sustainability?
0: I would not have. It would, they wouldn't have been the first that came to mind, Tim.
1: Why is that?
0: I Well...
1: Break I guess it down it's for us. I, I
0: guess it's to do with, and I guess, I, in terms of an example of of companies and the just how important it is to everybody these days to appear to be green and to be or and to be making some genuine contribution too. Mm. I'm not saying that it's all smokes and mirrors at all, um, but this is a great example of a company that's really worked out how important it is to us all. Um, so I went onto their website and they very prominently their values is five values is what we stand for and the very first one is the environment then it's nutrition then sustainability community and trusted goodness
1: profit's not in there i noticed no
0: (laughs) i would have thought you would exactly like i mean that's fair enough right like I, I mean i guess so, but all, you know we're all here to make some money and that's, you don't have to beat around the bush but don't,
1: don't pee in my pocket and tell me it's raining though you yeah, know what exactly, i mean like exactly, if you yeah, say yeah. these are your core values as an organization well or if you're saying company. it's what
0: you stand for yeah, like i okay. would say you know like some of those companies we rattled off before that mm. that's their core business um
1: i guess no one's going to say making money though I don't, I don't want to call Yeah, to be Fonterra. fair. Yeah, hey, yeah to no be fair. No one's going to slap that on their website. We're yeah, here to yeah. make bucks, and then I after mean, it that- it goes <laughs> without saying. Yeah. You're right.
0: Let's give them credit. We're credit, as And they've got a really good um, living waters program, which I'd heard about before, which is when they're basically supporting farmers to uh, fence off their properties and plant trees so that they can really help restore the waterways. And cool. there's, there's quite a lot of traction there um and they're they're supporting farmers to share their knowledge and really supporting anyone who wants to sort of go above like minimum standards and really looking at focusing on best practice um so they're doing some great stuff um and that's like I but the reason I wouldn't the reason they wouldn't come to mind is just because of the core business and what like and that's a really great way I guess it's a good lens to to run something through it's like um is the core business in itself sustainable, or is it just that a company's able to do some great additional stuff with the profit that they're making? Mm. You know, it's you know it's great, of course, to, to do some great additional stuff, but sure. I think like with with dairying, it's it's pretty intensive farming, and I, a lot of it comes down to nitrates, which I won't get two and two but basically we there's kind of a nitri- nitrogen loop that you want to essentially you want to have that closed so that um, you're not having to pour nitrogen onto your property which it would be uh, for most people that would be aerial spraying of superphosphate um, and then you don't want it leaking out of your property either which would be again on your average dairy farm, a lot of the wee from the cows. Going into the waterways.
1: Can I take a run at my? Because I've never really looked into this. I just hear the word nitrates a lot. Tell yeah. me if this is roughly right. Okay. Nitrates are used to help grow the feed. Yeah, it's exactly. Like really it, it, super it, it, well. Yeah. So, but then you do not want all of that high um, nitri- nitrate mm, uh, mm. matter going into yeah. the water mm. because then it becomes sort of poisonous to the fish life and the.
0: Yeah. It, exactly. It's like it's like a a super yeah super growing machine. Fertilizer. Yeah, it's a fertilizer. So and that's where same with human we as well. It's like anything that's really high and and nitrogen will, will produce growth and in the wrong place it's pollution. So in our streams it will clog up streams and change the whole water quality of it. Clog it up with um, plants growing that shouldn't be there. Uh Is and, like
1: algae blooms and things like that?
0: Um oh, it's pushing my
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> my knowledge. We need to get um Dr. Mike Joy in. We there. will. Yeah. Um so yeah, I don't know who that to. is.
1: I assume he's a um, marine biologist. He's, he's
0: a freshwater ecologist. Cool. Yeah. And he was the guy last election who like basically single-handedly made the quality of our waters an a election issue that Amazing. people were actually thinking about and realizing that. So he has said that, you know, through his studies he's done, that um, three-quarters of our freshwater fish are uh, threatened right now. Whoa. And that there's a correlation between that and the way we farm. Like it's in the agricultural areas that the streams are degraded. So he's saying that there's really clear links um, between between that and farming, basically. And if you look at the difference between, say, a sheep farm and a, a dairy farm, it's the dairy farms that have got the, the highest need to be putting the the nitrates on. Mm. So and then it's and it's not it's not it's not farming per se at all. There's there are there are actually regenerative oh,
1: Regenerative.
0: I remember having Say issues that. with that word a previous <laughs> episode. Oh my gosh. So yeah, there are better ways of farming, uh, which we must cover. But so, yeah.
1: But back to the greenwashing thing. How would I, the uninitiated, even be able to like detect that I was being greenwashed? That I was being targeted by some company presumably some organization that was not as green as it was making out to be
0: your 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 starting point when you're buying anything i think is to realize that you're swimming with sharks and be alert
1: if you're in the supermarket have a couple coffees before you go in you want to have wide eyes and a lot of questions
0: and some of the sharks were tending to be dolphins
1: yeah you have brought it back to the dolphins well done nice one dolphins Um, but yeah
0: it's it's kind of it is kind of like that rather than assuming there's a whole bunch of dolphins it's like turning it around and going well at least i really know and trust this brand chances are that um there could be a bit of greenwashing going on so i was thinking in terms of answering your question I reckon there's two kind of approaches. One is if you're actually in the supermarket Mm -hmm. and the other is if you've got a bit of time and you can research something. Let's,
1: Let's pretend I've got a bit of time. Okay. Let's go into that.
0: So let's say you're on your computer and I would... I think I have felt in the past I need a PhD to sort all this stuff out. (laughs) Yeah. This is
1: the problem, right? Yes, like
0: brand by brand or whatever, and then you start getting into supply chains and blah, blah, blah. So I was thinking, what if you just try and find one brand, like one sort of big brand that's kind of an umbrella?
1: That does a lot of different products. Does a lot
0: of different things or a certification that you can trust. And I'm happy to rattle off a few that I trust, but it's Let's also go with like the giving people the, than the
1: companies. What kind of certification should we be looking for?
0: Um, well, in New Zealand, I would be trusting Fair Trade, which we covered off. Yes. Um, there's an or- organic certification and there's a BioGro, which is kind of the same, similar thing. So, that and that's all to, that's actually all to do with food. Um, there is also a. What's
1: BioGrow? Just quickly, I haven't heard of that one. It's,
0: what, well, it's a certification, uh, in, in terms of the context of this, but hmm. but it's going into the way that they farm. Right. So there's organic farming practices, and there's BioGrow, and there's permaculture, and there's all sorts of just sort of different ways of is, farming in terms of being sustainable. So it's just one of those options. Is
1: BioGrow when they use like different? um like they use natural kind of ways of sorting out weeds and that kind of stuff like they'll grow some plant to take care of a weed instead of using a pesticide to get rid of it that sort of concept
0: yep they're all like that yeah right yeah they've just got different emphases and different methods and philosophies i guess
1: yeah. BioGro, what was the other one again? Organic. Just organic. Certified. Yep,
0: yep, certified organic. And Not, that's real.
1: You can trust that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: That's right. And it's like, because I didn't realize, and I think we've talked about this before, how I thought that the word organic in New Zealand already was a national standard. So if it mm-hmm. had the word, like if it said organic peas or Mm. whatever that you you could trust that that actually was farmed organically but apparently not but the good news is that they are working on it right now they've decided that actually this is a word like unlike natural which will just always be fluffy and it's too hard to tie down yeah that they're they're saying no let's actually make organic so that nobody can use it Mm -hmm. um, even if it's not certified but it's just going to be an adjective that you won't be able to use unless it genuinely is organic so that's cool um and then for clothes um there is a really really good app called um, Good on You, and that. This
1: sounds New Zealandish. Yeah, I think app?
0: I think it's Aussie and Kiwi. They've, they've expanded it to fit the New Zealand market, and um, yeah, that's for clothing and that is really good, really good. They're, they're genuine, and they they've actually come initially from the. Um, the social justice side of things and kind of incorporating the sustainability and with that too.
1: What a bunch of legends.
0: Totally.
1: What is it called? Good on you. That makes sense. Clothing. Yeah. That's a good, that's a oh, good
0: name. I feel like you're smarter than me, Tim. I didn't,
1: <laughs> I'm just <laughs> did picking, not apart, get that. picking apart these names.
0: No, That's very good. Yeah. So um, if you've got a bit of time, definitely maybe think of a, Think of something that you'd like to crack because it does take time
1: this is the th- I've got a theory about this right, because your shopping list doesn't actually change that much. We are all creatures of habit, and generally yeah. you' you're either like if, if you know if you've got no kids you're buying for either just yourself or you and your partner every week, make your dinners, mm. make your breakfast, make your lunch uh, if you've got kids you know you've got a set number of kids, but generally you're buying roughly the same amount of groceries every week or fortnight, and so if you can just like find a brand to replace the because you've probably yeah. already got a brand exactly stuff you get an automatic
0: week. thing you're grabbing anyway
1: yeah. yeah so if you can just do like a one-off you know maybe a couple hours research on a computer one time yeah and then just reform your shopping list yeah and do do some deep dives into the companies and stuff that you can swap yeah your products yeah. out for yeah yeah and then you don't have to think about it ever again exactly that's what I want which
0: is kind of what I've done too I remember doing some initial research years ago and now I'm, I've got my go-to brands and I know that there's others out there and I don't yeah. even like this comes through on the show so I don't reference them because I haven't but once I found one that I love and agree with this then is the it's challenge. always top of mind
1: yeah this is the challenge these companies have but it just it, it's such an unrealistic expectation to think that every time someone's going to go to the supermarket they're going to like do a bunch of research well
0: for it. exactly so and I think it's. I actually think there's huge power and just doing it once and, yeah and just just so long as it's or even if it's not but ideally if it's a brand or or something that you can is more than one product mm. like obviously EcoStore is a good example of that the other one is if you are going to delve into some of these companies to try and work out what's what um, you'll find yourself on their website and they do have they understand, everybody understands that people are looking for
1: I might get the, greenwashed again.
0: Yeah, well, I actually when I was researching I for the show I, I could feel it happening. Right. Like these some companies that you know, I'm not a big fan of and you you're looking through all and going, "Wow, oh, they really are doing some great stuff." So it's actually But you know this, this, this to thing. be untrue. It's it's just well, it's not that the stuff they're doing in itself isn't great. Like I say if they've, they've got you know all this profit and they're Mm. pouring some of it into some great initiatives it's just you I actually think this is what as westerners we fall for all the time because we're not holistic thinkers yeah and it's just that's the issue we just we just go oh look they've done a great thing they've started a school yeah and we're not we're not going but holistically what what side of the balance sheet
1: are we on corporate responsibility man it's kind of a scourge in some ways because it means these big nasty companies can just sort of pay a little bit of money to create a couple mm, projects start mm, a scholarship mm, or something mm, and, mm. and it absolves them of guilt go
0: high profile and yeah 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 so if you are on someone's website and you find yourself on the social responsibility or the the environmentally s- sustainable page or whatever and you're reading all of this stuff there are a few things you can look out for to um, to spot greenwashing when you see it, and I, one of the classic ones is that if you can't understand what they're saying, it's probably greenwashing. True. So, like, I um, I went to BP right because I've mean, got a lovely green logo for a start, and they're a big oil company, and I know that they've been trying to sell themselves as. This- being green, and for I knew I knew that they would have a sustainability page, and I checked it out, and it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> BP are like of all the oil companies, they're the. They seem like they've tried to market themselves as the one who were who were ahead of everyone else in terms of looking at environmentally sustainable practices. Because I remember years ago they spent heaps on a big campaign. Um, I think about like researching ethanol. Uh huh. For ethanol fueled vehicles. Yeah. They've, they've always tried to, I think, they've, like, picked that market segment yeah, as being, to get like, out there. we're going to be the ones who are the green
0: And their rebrand, like, that logo is just, it almost looks like a lotus or something. Mm. It's so beautiful and yeah. green. And yeah. Yeah, peaceful. Um, So, this is not even from the BP New Zealand. This is, like, the mothership. Yeah. Their international This is the best they could do, right? I'm going to read it out. (laughs) So if you can't understand it, it's probably greenwashing. They say, uh, the world needs more energy but produced and used in cleaner, better ways. Fair enough.
1: I'm with them so far.
0: This is reflected in our strategy to grow, advantaged oil and gas in the upstream, market-led growth in the downstream, pursuing local carbon growth opportunities and modernizing the group. Okay. It also informs how we work.
1: Yeah, okay. It's kinda of, they've not really said anything there, I feel. I don't feel I'm like- only familiar with those terms upstream and downstream because I read a huge book about the history of ExxonMobil one time called Hidden Empire and it is terrifying, by the way.
0: What? What <laughs> tell me?
1: I can't remember now. I, it refers to like the different. so um shoot, how does it go? I'm probably I might get this backwards, but one well, one of them is basically from like the petrol station down.
0: Mm.
1: I think there might be upstream. No, upstream's probably got to be extraction. Upstream's got to be yeah. Like getting it out of the earth and all those big heavy operations, and then downstream, I think is like the um, sort of uh, retail, like part yeah, of the yeah, company. Yeah, I think. So, but it's weird that they're using that on their public-facing website because they're it's jargon. But I like, don't even I don't
0: even understand it. Like well, they even if you said did un- this is reflected in our strategy to grow advantaged oil and gas in the upstream.
1: Yeah, that is isn't a sentence that seems to make grammatical sense to me. No, all. <laughs>
0: they've
1: used the word advantage very like what, strangely. What
0: has that got to do with sustainability? So it's like.
1: And another thing is they hit like okay, so I. have i feel like you've the um the student is becoming the teacher now they haven't tied themselves to any targets or certification no, or anything. yeah
0: they haven't so
1: just very like wishy-washy yeah it's general. really vague it's
0: real fluffy and so that's basically it it's like we can use this one sentence to like pick out all of the warning signs it's like if you can't understand it uh, if there's no detail like no numbers or mm. um a classic would be if if people have got like um a, or a companies got some sort of a range or a project or something, you know, that is sustainable. Or they're, and they're saying, "Oh, look, we're doing this." It's like, have they said what percentage the this is of the whole? Yeah. And EcoStore do that on their website with their palm oil stuff. They, they actually, hold themselves they, to they targets. It's re- an actual percentage, and you it's not fluffy. You can mm. see where they're tracking with it, um, and it's it's just much easier to understand versus like like if you if there's a big difference between saying we're trying to reduce our impact
1: yes versus we, we, we are will. doing yeah. or
0: even we are doing x y z to reduce our impact yeah yeah and
1: were there any pictures of barns on BP's sustainability portion of their website
0: no what did they have grass I think
1: probably windmills which yeah. have nothing to do with their core business whatsoever <laughs>
0: This episode of How to Save the World is sponsored by All Heart NZ, the charitable trust helping Kiwi corporates be more responsible with their stuff. Businesses are sending way too much stuff to landfill because they don't know what to do with it. That's where All Heart NZ come in, redirecting perfectly usable stuff like computers, kitchenware and more straight into the hands of communities who really appreciate it. They also work with experts to redesign and upcycle materials that are usually a pain in the butt to deal with, like MDF and industrial plastic. That's just one way.
1: Actually, that's two ways.
0: That's just two ways that All NZ is helping improve Aotearoa and planet Earth. Learn more at allheartnz.org.nz.
1: So did we cover what to if I don't have time, what to yeah, look at? Yeah, right, out for? no, we
0: didn't. Let's let's go back to that. Um so
1: So I'm in the so yeah, you're, let, in, you're standing in the supermarket. Here. Yep. I don't want to be greenwashed. I'm in the supermarket. I haven't been on my computer for two hours, checking what brands to swap out my shopping list for You've got a life. I got a life. I'm stressed. You're standing, in front of, my you're
0: standing in front of the milk. No, you're not. You're a vegan. It's a bad example.
1: This doesn't have to be exactly me, me. Okay. This can be like the listener. All
0: right. You're standing in front of the milk. Mm-hmm and one says you're looking at the organic one because you've just been listening to this podcast. So yes. you're like, oh, yeah, maybe I should buy the organic one. Yeah. But it's a bit pricey. Yeah, it is. And then you're standing and looking at another brand, and it says 100% pure natural milk, and it's got pictures of cows and grass in a barn. A barn. A barn. Yeah, a I've barn. Been, I've
1: been warned against these. Yeah.
0: So what do you do? What, what do you do?
1: Um, I look for stamps. Look for the certifications?
0: Yeah, I think that's a good way to go. With milk, I know that there are organic brands. There's a couple, like Lewis Road. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's 100% of the range, but you look for the word anyway. Lewis. If
1: Lewis Road have got organic on there, we can trust yep, that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Puhui Valley, mm-hmm. they're good. Naturally, mm-hmm. carpety and there's a couple of other little ones like Green I think Green Valley and Jersey Girl, I think.
1: True. And if they say organic on there we can uh, Yeah, uh, that, trust that yeah. those practices yeah, small are organic enough market, as well. Yeah. But again it's also it's that I guess it's like just because the, the milk is organic, you know, it's still it's still dairy, isn't it? It's still part of that whole system. Well Something that's where consider. we
0: that's well, that's where we get back to um can we trust certain farming practices? Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Or like how – it's it's sort of like how far do you want to go, That's, you know, as a consumer yes, with yes. your commitment to yep, trying to yep. um, sort these things yep, out as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: And I think we're getting – I mean, in that I think in the case of milk, we actually do have some good options. Yeah. But with so much, you're just standing there, like whether it's a moisturizer or – packet of chips or whatever and it's we're just getting so confused yeah yeah um and i i think it's actually partly we're getting full because we don't actually know what sustainability looks like sure like it's we're kind of and actually and the other thing is i think we're talking last episode about it's actually even if we did know it's really hard to see what's going on to have that visibility, um, yeah. so
1: from end to end. Yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah, and process. we and the and the other thing that doesn't help is that we do actually like even I, I genuinely want it to be fast and easy, and yeah. almost feel like it's this injustice that it isn't, and that you've got to research it or actually like stop and engage and. Uh, yeah, I think if you're looking for a quick fix, you're out of luck. Actually. What the
1: hell? This is the whole point of this podcast, though.
0: Sure, there's some things you can do, but no, it's like it's this is this is multi-million dollar mark multinational marketing campaigns. They got they're so slick, and it'd be. I mean, we actually do like we say that we care. Like I'll go back to that nine out of ten statistic. We say yeah. that we care, but we're not. We actually, I think it kind of comes down to we're really not as willing as we think we are to just stop and pay this the attention that it's due. Sure.
1: Like if we've got other stuff going on, I get that. I understand that. But if you can do it one time with your shopping list, it feels like a good thing.
0: Yeah. Well, so that's going back to that idea of researching it and, and, and sort of doing that, um, which is and awesome. I um, feel like
1: you personally as well, off off the back of your zero waste journey, you've kind of got a good common sense way of looking at this where, Um, beyond looking for the words and the labels and stuff, and, like, organic is really great. But, if you know, ultimately, if you keep buying a plastic one-liter non-biodegradable bottle of milk all the time, like, you do need to consider that that's waste that's going somewhere, which is probably either a landfill or we're shipping it to some other country to deal with. And um, it's also, you know, this was part of my reason for going vegan is it's, it's, like... You can try and buy the very best milk, but even if you get the most ecologically friendly version of it, it's still Mm. within the Mm. system Mm. and and maybe you are in a position to Mm. sort of leapfrog the whole thing and go, well, the whole kind of milk dairy industry is, is pretty bad, so maybe I just exit out of that yeah you know? or, so it's or just where you want to like peg yourself in it, terms of how far is, you want to go a little bit
0: and every little step that we all take is awesome because it just it takes the market with us as yeah. we
1: go and if you're effing lazy and, th- and th- maybe this could be our like hot tip and i feel like it has been before as well if you just want to do one little thing get organic would that be absolutely a good, get it a certified is yeah
0: absolutely yep go or, for organic um and and this is, I mean, this has come up again and again, which I actually really like because it's it knits together all these different things, regardless of what the particular issues is that we're looking at. It's the same stuff. So it's it's buy less. It's um, buy local. Try and buy it without the packaging, which That's says a- so much about what the product is if it doesn't come in plastic.
1: That's a good point. You know who can't greenwash? Your farmer's market exactly. on, a, yeah. on a Sunday afternoon you selling can your only,
0: rhubarb. You can only greenwash if you've got packaging. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Bypass the whole thing if you can. Yeah. And so and if you and if you can dedicate a little bit of time, you actually can sort of pull yourself out of this greenwashing thing. Are there any like online communities that you know of that sort of vet these companies that you use yourself?
0: Um The Zero Waste in New Zealand Facebook page is quite good um they're focusing on the packaging but like i said it all goes together and it's not always the case but often if you can buy something without the packaging it's generally better for the environment um so they're quite good um and then we already talked about that app for the clothing good on you good on you as you pointed out
1: great literally
0: on you and our, our web, their Rubbish Free website, our website, that actually is all right too. What's that website? Rubbishfree.co.nz. It's, it's um got about 50 articles all on different items that you can buy, whether it's dental floss or fruit and veg or whatever. That's cool. Yeah, so there's, there's quite a good... Again, it focuses on waste. That's me coming in with a like waste bias, but um, it it... It's like a lot of these things, it's taking the time and it talks you through, do you really need it? Mm. Could you make it? Could you fix it? Yeah. Like it's, it's kind of the ugly question. Like I really do feel like I'm torn between wanting to give people a quick fix. Yeah. So I'm sorry to have mislead you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, torn between that it and the reality out. that, um, yes, there are some sort of quick, easy things we can do, but we have to engage with it on a deep level.
1: Yeah, this is the thing. There's some. some it's a big problem. It's not going to be able to be solved sacrifice-free. There's some things that are going to happen. That can either be your time or uh, you might have to spend a little bit more if you can or change the kind of products that you're buying or the type of food that you're eating, the diet that you're currently mm, engaged mm. in.
0: And just realizing like just reconnecting again with what's at stake. I feel like we can emotionally connect with the issues when mm-hmm. we see, um, you know, stuff on YouTube or whatever yeah. with the polar bears. And
1: and that's obviously true because otherwise these companies wouldn't be playing on their emotional response, which is what the whole greenwashing thing is doing. Yeah,
0: true. It's like, yeah, that's right. We are, we are emotionally connected to this issue. It's really real for us and we get it. We understand the issues, but there's still a disconnect when we're standing in the supermarket. Almost like, I'm speaking for myself, it can't help but feel like, uh, almost like a child or a teenager, kind of going, "Oh, somebody should be taking care of yeah, this." Yeah, And it's like, we well, can't grow up." Like, we's like, uh, "This is my planet." I I'm, like I'm it. a consumer. Grow it's like, it's not up, that it's, it's not that it's the government's fault or the business's fault I mean, sure, it's it, you can say yes, of course, all of these players have all got a lot to do with it, but. It's just so important for us to sort of absolve our little bit of responsibility in it when actually we're so key to how it all goes around.
1: I like that. Take some goddamn responsibility on, (laughs) dear listener. You already have, obviously, otherwise you wouldn't be listening. Yeah,
0: they would not have put up with us.
1: But but get other people too as well. That's good. I like that. It's not all gonna be quick fixes, but some quick fixes definitely are. Look for companies that are holding themselves to uh, measurable standards mm, of mm. either like Measur- reductions yep, or yep, you know, yep. something solid and concrete rather than airy fairy language and a weird use of the word advantage. Um, look for certification that you can trust. Yes. Yes. Which is often in the in the products and foods we're looking for certified organic or in New Zealand certified bio grow.
0: Yes, it's good, Tim.
1: And have a think.
0: Just, just have a th- just think about it. Stop and engage. Have a think. Totally
1: fantastic. Well, I, f- I feel like I understand the issue of greenwashing a lot more than I did before, which is very good. And it's quite freaky because I don't I don't like this insidious fact that they're using our good intentions against us, which is what the whole thing is doing through marketing. So let bloody wipe it out.
0: Let's just stop it.
1: Stop it, companies. Right. Any, anything else to add?
0: Um, let me think. Oh, the only other online – you asked about online resources yeah. and things like that. Um, for like all of your beauty care products and, and washing, laundry, all those sorts of things that end up going down the drain, Um, I hate to go back to it again, but EcoStore have a really good ingredient index. Oh, so that if you you can Is that like a number? No, it's um you can you can read you know how on the back of your say conditioner bottle or whatever mm. it will have a whole list of ingredients and yeah. you can't understand what any of them mean. Yeah. Um you can go through their index and find that particular chemical compound huh. and it will as a traffic light system it will tell you based on they've compiled all of the research from all over the world um looking at the health effects as well as the environmental effects and tell you whether it's a green light kind of an orange light with a few concerns or a red light awesome yeah that's really good too
1: good shortcut so you use that one while you take your two hours out to change your shopping list that's right that's the one cool thanks very much for listening
0: yay see goodbye ya. bye
1: Thanks again to our sponsor, All Heart NZ, who are improving the planet and the lives of Kiwis through reducing, reusing, and redirecting corporate waste. Check them out at allheartnz.org.nz.